Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to Radio Italia Uno, and uh, of course, Happy Business Radio. Happy Business Radio is podcasted around the world, and uh, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. Of course, Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide has been going for quite a long time, and we are offering some of the best rates on advertising. So if you have a product or service that you want to advertise, please get in touch with me. Give me a call, read the station, or ring somebody and ask them about advertising on my show or on Radio Italia Uno. We are trying to get you your product or your service out there, and the best way to do that is through Radio Italia Uno. Now, it's a real pleasure for me to uh, you know be here every Monday from two to three on Radio Italia Uno, and I have some fantastic guests and and. Um, my guests are from all over the world. We've been lucky enough to get people, professors and teachers and uh, business people from other parts of the world uh, through Zoom and through uh, Skype and all those other medias that Ron knows how to use, because <laughs> I don't. But we, we've spoken with a lot of people on our program on uh, Happy Business Radio. Now, the thing is that just recently... Um, just around Christmas time, uh, you know, a few months ago, I did a podcast by myself um, and I wanted to do like a fireside chat, the sort of thing that, you know, a lot of motivational speakers do now and start doing and other people that do their own podcast uh, by themselves, you know, talking to somebody for 10, 20 minutes or half an hour or however long uh, their podcast goes. Um, and I tell you what, I talked about the importance of planning. We talked about how important it was to plan and, and the different aspects of planning and all the different things that you know you really need to do to plan. And, and not just plan, but plan to be outstanding. Make it like a big audacious goal, you know, and then people will say, wow, did you have that in mind when you started? Every successful business person that I spoke to, when I asked them, what was your goals when you were, you know, 15, 16? What was it at 20? What was it 25 or 30 or whatever age I asked them? None of them. I tell you, none of them. I won't say one or two. None of them had a goal that was big enough. Every one of them has told me that they thought their goal was big. They thought it was huge. But when they shared it with somebody else they or the wrong people, they put them down or they never... Uh, encouraged them to achieve it and they said oh wow you'd never achieve that because what they're doing they're judging themselves not you so share your goals but share them with somebody who can understand them somebody who can encourage you and I always say get a mentor get a coach go and find somebody who's better than you and pick their brain <laughs> you know that's what it's all about find somebody that you can learn from and my father had a saying now of course it was an Italian. So he used to speak Italian and he was Italian. Uh, and you know, it doesn't translate properly when you try and translate it, you know, phonetically and all the rest of it. And it doesn't sort of rhyme the way it does in Italian. But what it means, it says, Barete un'arta e mettile a parte. 
Now, that's in a very Neapolitan accent, okay? So anybody else from Italy may not even understand it. But let me tell you what it means. Now, wherever you are in the world, it says, learn an art and put it apart. So in other words, you learn to do something and you put it apart. You don't have to be a cobbler because you've learned how to sew up a shoe or how to polish a pair of shoes. You don't have to be a tailor because you can sew on a button. But learn how to do it. When somebody's doing it, when grandma, grandpa's doing it, when you know some old relative's doing it, you, you look at what they're doing and think, wow. Now, I grew up in a building industry because you know I saw a bricklayer and looked at what he was doing. I thought, wow, here, let me help you. Show me how to do that, you know? And he showed me how to lay bricks. You know, I can build my own barbecue. I can build my own front fence. I can build lots of things. You know, I've bricked up windows. I've bricked up a lot of things. Now, I don't want to be a bricklayer, but I learned how, you know? Now, I saw somebody driving. I thought, wow, I'd like to drive. I was only 10 or 12, you know, when I was first driving actually probably younger than that, when I first drove a car because we lived on a farm, we lived on a property, I was able to get on the tractor and learn how to drive a tractor. Now, you know, I'm not going to become a professional tractor driver, you know. No, but at the time, I needed to learn how to drive a tractor, you know. So I drove the tractor, we collected the hay, we, we delivered hay, we did all the things we needed to do on the farm. You know, later on, uh, you know, when I mixed with a lot of other people, I learned about what they were doing. I said, oh, well, that's interesting. Let me show me how to do that. And, and people helped me. Now, today, you know, I can, um, it's not about me. This is not about me. But I'm saying because I learned from somebody else, I can paint a house. I can do a floor tiling. I can do wall tiling. I can do all the trades that are in the building industry. I can do every one of them. Now, I might not be licensed to do all those trades, but I know how to do them. And the reason why is, is my father, ever since I was very, very young, I could hear him say the Italian phrase, and I'll translate it to English. It says, learn an art and put it apart. So in other words, you learn something and you learn, put it apart. So then when you need it, you know how to use it. It's as simple as that. It's not hard to do that. Now, before I go any further, I do want to say thank you to, oh, look, <laughs> a whole heap of people. This this month has been incredibly busy. Um, I've had a, a show at, that I've been doing at the Fringe, which is here in Adelaide, and um, I've been pro- producing and directing a couple of shows and helping a couple of other people put a show together. Um, so we've been doing a lot of fun things because we're out of the COVID restrictions here in Adelaide. So we've been able to do lots of things that we couldn't do for the last couple of years. But I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the people that sent me emails, all the people that sent me responses or uh, a few text messages from people. And especially, I even got a couple of phone calls. I got a phone call just over the weekend from Malaysia. And one was from Kuala Lumpur, and I'll talk about that in a minute. And also um, a truck driver from Queensland, <laughs> of all places, you know, like middle of nowhere, um, sent me a message and said, thank you very much and uh, please keep, because uh, I, I sent out something on my Facebook saying, let me know if there's anything you want to know or, you know, what you think of the program, if we should change it in any way or something. And I got so many responses and I thank you. If you haven't already responded, I'm still here. Send me a message. <laughs> but I want to say thank you. I got a message as far away as uh, Venezuela. 
um, a, a person there was sending messages. They have relatives here in Adelaide who listened to the program and just suggested, hey, you might want to listen to this. Guess what? They turned on their uh, computer and, and uh, found Happy Business Radio and have been listening to it. So, you know, it's really good to know that like this truck driver, I'll mention him, um, he drives a six-hour drive from where he is to where he goes to another um, city or another town and uh, he drives back again. Like he goes there for a couple of days, it stays there and he comes back again. He goes backwards and forwards. That's his usual trip that he does. And he says for six hours he's locked in his cabin by himself, right? So what he's done out there, he can't get radio uh, transmission so well in some places. So what he's done, he's downloaded the um, Happy Business Radio podcast and he listens to that back to back, you know, <laughs> he listens to a whole lot of them. He says it's the best thing. He's been motivated to do a thing and he's been wanting to change his business. He's been wanting to change and look at what he's doing. But he thought he was too far away and he had nobody that could help him. And I said something a few weeks ago. I said, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you know, give me a ring. I'll find somebody that can help you or we can do it through Skype, Zoom, whatever. And he now has a mentor. And he's been ringing me as well and asking me a whole lot of questions. And like I said, just give me a call. It's okay. I don't mind, you know, coaching and mentoring or whatever. Or I'll find him somebody closer to him or wherever he is, you know. And it, I just want to let everybody know that it's never too late to change what you're doing now. And this is the most important thing I can tell you. If you're not happy with what you're doing or what you're about to do or what you've got to go back to, you don't have to do it. If you can't change straight away, at least make the change or start the change so that it will grow into what you want it to be. And that goes back to the thing that I said right at the beginning about being happy and being, you know, um, happy, proud and all that sort of thing of what you're doing and who you are. Now, I'm going to shamefully um, advertise my book. I've, I wrote a book a few years back now. It's called Laugh With Me by Peter Salerno. Very, very simple. That's all it's got on the cover. It's got Laugh With Me by Peter Salerno. And it's got a photograph of a heap of my friends there just laughing. And there are people on this cover from all over the world. It just happened to be in my photo album, so we used them. Um, now, the, the contents of the book, I just want to quickly read through just the headings. It says, Laugh With Me, You Will Laugh Too. What I mean by that is that when you... Wherever you are, wherever you are, you can be happy. And wherever you are, you could be sad. It's as simple as that. The choice is yours. You know, there are things that you're doing right now that will make you happy. And there are things that you're doing right now that will make you sad. So it's up to you. You know, laugh with me. You will laugh too. Now, if you're following a football game, a, a sports team or whatever, and your team is losing, you know, when you're at the game or you're watching it, you can't be too happy. You know, not many sporting people are happy when their team is losing. You could be unhappy all the way through the game, right? But right at the end, they score a point and all of a sudden they win. <laughs> Guess what? You're going to be happy for the rest of the week. You see what I mean? So the choice is yours. You can say, well, the boys are doing the best they can. The girls are playing really well. The guys are doing, the whole team's doing what they can. Or you can just get angry at them. Do you think that they're on the field doing the worst they can do? You know, like, be real. They're on the team, 
and the team is doing the best they can. And if they're losing, they're losing for only one reason, is because 99% of the time, it's the other team is just that little bit better or more fluke. <laughs> you know, that's it. Simple as that. Now, lighten up. Lighten up means just, you know, don't be so miserable all the time. You know, I've had people ring me and say, look, you know, my husband is like this and like that. How can I help him? How can we make him happier? And I've had just as many husbands say, my wife is a miserable person and I don't know what to do to cheer her up. You know, so most of the time, nobody can cheer you up. You've got to make the decision to cheer up. Or if you need help, please go and get help. There are so many agencies here in Australia, like I know there are in other countries as well, but there's so many organisations. There's religious organisations. There's social organisations. There's government organisations. It doesn't matter what country you're in. And every country that I've travelled to, I know there is somebody there who would love to help you cheer up and get happier. Now, let your feelings show. This is really interesting. Because it says, let your feelings show. Most people think they can just get up and be a bitch or be a bum or whatever, you know. No, I don't mean just to be angry. But if you can get angry so fast, why can't you be happy so fast? Think about that. If something goes wrong and you go, bang, snap into anger very quickly, you get really angry. Why can't something happen and you snap into happiness just as quick? Think about that for a sec. All right, two seconds. All right, if you're angry, think about it for 10 seconds. But what I'm saying is how long is it going to take you to be happy? How long is it going to take you to get rid of all that anger and let it go? Because let me tell you, if the sooner you let it go, the better it is for you and everybody around you. You know, you've walked into a room and people are arguing or having a, a you know, something horrible's happened. You go, ooh, you feel that tension. You go, oh boy, I want to get out of here. <laughs> but if you walk into a room where people are laughing and, and carrying on, you say, hey, come on, what's, go what's going on? What's going on? What's the joke? What's the joke? You see? So that's where I say, let your feeling show. But you, it's not about letting your feeling show when you're angry. You also got to let your feeling show when you're happy and make sure you are the one that starts the happy-demic. All right? Let me say that again. Happy-demic. Happy-demic. Right, You start the happy-demic. You be the one that when you come into a room, you light up the room. You be the one that when you leave the room, the room goes dark because you're not in it. Okay, It's up to you to start the happy-demic, make people feel better by seeing you, not by saying, oh, God, thank God he's gone, <laughs> or thank God she's gone. You know, Make it so that people love you. Make it so you love people. Show it. Show that you love people. If you love your children, show them you love them. So many children today say that they don't get on with their parents. They hate their parents. Now, which parent really would want their parent, their child to hate them? And really, what child really wants to hate their parents? Most children I know want to love their parents. They don't, but they still want to. When I talk to them, when I coach them, when I have them you know, for sessions, I go through all of this with them and that everybody really should think about starting a epidemic. You become the leader of the laughter organisation. We're going to take a break and then we'll come straight back because I've got a lot of things here that I want to talk about. And today 
I'll be doing all the talking because I don't have a guest in the audio, in the studio with me, but I did that on purpose because I wanted to share some of these things and some of the messages that I've been getting from people to let you know the sorts of messages that I've been getting and how we can help. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious COVID safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home. And just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies, yeah! This week's specials at Foodland, Mars Medium Chocolate Bars, 35 to 56 grams. A tempting treat, just 89 cents. Dr. Ertka Restaurante Pizzas, 310 to 390 grams, only 3.95. And Twining's Tea Bags, 80 to 100, a terrific deal, only 5.60, all half price. Too much for ten for all stops last. Great food lives here, Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah. Do you have memories of what it would be like back in Italy? Please join Radio Italia Uno on Easter Monday for a wonderful day of Italian food, wine and friendship in the beautiful Barossa Valley. Coaches will be leaving from Newton Central and the Finden Shopping Centre at 9am on Easter Monday the 18th of April. From there we head toward the Barossa for some Italian pastries and coffee. Then a delicious traditional Italian lunch and it'll be served at God's Hill Winery at Lindock. Tickets, which include transport on a luxurious Corston coach, are just $75. To book, contact our office, 8212-3177, or one of our committee members. Spend Easter Monday in the Barossa and be reminded of home. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM 
Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And please, please, please support the people that support us. Go and listen to all the ads. And when you listen to an ad and you hear a product or service, you think, aha, I've got to try that. You know, um, we are here. We're trying to help as many businesses here in Adelaide as possible to get out there with your product and your service. And when you hear that, you know, the people that spend, obviously the ones that support us, we want to support them. So talking just before the ad, we talked about uh, starting a epidemic. A epidemic is where, you know, like you can start a flu uh, epidemic, you can start any other sort of epidemic. A epidemic is where you start a flow of happy feelings, happy feelings, happy business. That's what radio is all about. Happy Business Radio is about making people happier at what they're doing, how they're doing it and why they're doing it. Now, let me ask you this question. What has to happen for you to be happy? You know, you go around and you ask as many people as you like and do as much research as you like and say, hey, excuse me, what has to happen for you to be happy? And you know what? Sometimes in a relationship or friends of yours or other people, you know, like sometimes you get married couples who are not very happy in their relationship. And when you say what has to happen for you to be happy, they give you a list of 10, 20 things. And then when they're reading through it, they add a few extras, you know. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately, some people have a list, which is as long as you arm, as they say, of all the things that have to happen before they can be happy. Well, you know, if you only had one or two things on that list, you would be the happiest person on earth. Just think about this for a minute. What has to happen for you to be happy? I wake up, I'm happy. I go to sleep, I'm happy. You know, just one thing has to happen. I see my beautiful wife smiling at me, I'm happy. You know, that's all that has to happen. Like one or two things has to happen. You know, I wake up in the morning and I look at my wife and I think, good morning, darling. That's it, I'm happy. If the choice is mine. You know, so you make your choice. What has to happen for you to be happy? You know, if you're a boss... And you've got employees. Take one of them aside and ask them this question. What has to happen for you to be happy? And you'll be surprised what they tell you. But ask your partners, ask your wives, ask your husbands, ask your children. You'll be surprised. You will be surprised if you just listen to their answers. And if they say 10 or 15 things, you write every one of them down. If they say only one or two things, or they'll all say, oh, I don't know. Then you ask them, if you did know, what would you say? All right? So say, what has to happen for you to be happy? And if they give you an answer, like, oh, I'm not sure, I don't know, what do you mean? You say, well, if you did know, what would you say? And that is talking to the subconscious mind, and they will tell you. Now, the other thing is, um, in my book, I've written a, a, a couple of things there about a day at a drug camp where a person um, was at a camp where they were at the end of the end of the road. At the end of the end of the road means that after trying all the other um, benefits, all the other health plans and every other plan, they were literally going to this uh, camp that was looked after by a religious organisation because it was the only place that they could go. And um, from there, they were just waiting 
holding pattern for heaven, as we say. Um, basically, there was nowhere else for them to go and there was nothing else that the, anybody could do for them medically, mentally, emotionally, except put them all in this one camp. And most of them suffered from alcoholism and drugs plus all the other complications that they had because of it. Now, at this camp, there was a, a lot of people there that had nowhere to go, nothing to do, and just literally waiting to die. And um, I was doing a presentation and I said to the public, I said, look, there's no reason why people can't be happy. I mean, I reckon I can make anybody happy, even if it's just for a day. And <laughs> this guy, honestly, when I said that, it was one of those magic moments or one of those really scary moments because just as I said that, in an audience of over 500 people in a theatre, and this was in Malaysia, so they all talk you know, in three different languages at the top of their voices, they all, you could hear a pin drop on the carpet, I tell you. Everybody went, what? And just as I said, I think I can make anybody happy, even if it's just for a day. And... Everybody looked at me at that, that second, you know, that I said that. And the priest that I was talking to at the time, and there was a couple of other um, different religions uh, ministers there, and they said, Peter, we're going to take you up on your offer. And I said, what, what have I just offered? <laughs> but anyway, it happened that they wanted me to go to this camp and they wanted me to talk to these people to see if I could um, help some of them to, you know, want to do something. So we did. We did. I organised the time, we organised the date, and about a fortnight later, um, I went around to this camp. But the, the story was that, very simple, I said to this guy, have you ever had a perfect day that from the moment you woke up to the moment you went to sleep, you had a good day? And the guy said, can't remember. And I said, well, you know, like... You know, like you woke up and you didn't have to do anything and you, you could just do whatever you wanted all day, eat what you wanted to eat or have as much food as you wanted and uh, just go to bed when you wanted. He said, oh, what? That would be nice. <laughs> anyway, cut a long story short, what I did was I said to the guy, do you ha what do you have to do in the morning? So what they do, because they're there in this particular camp, they give them all chores that they all have to do something. So what, he, what I said to them, I said, look, is there somebody here that would do his chores first thing in the morning? And they all said, oh, what does he got to do? And all he had to do was help in the kitchen, like prepare food or help chop something up or you know, help serve the breakfast. And they said, I'll, I'll do that. One guy said, I'll do that. And, the other, and all of a sudden, two others said, oh, I, I can help, I can help. So they offered to help. Now, I said to this guy, I said, have you ever had breakfast in bed? He said, what's that? <laughs> I said, no, breakfast in bed, you know, when somebody gives you breakfast in bed. He said, oh, yeah, I heard of that. I heard of it. I never had it. And I said, how would you like to have breakfast in bed? I said, what if tomorrow morning we could get somebody to serve you breakfast in bed? Oh, no, we've got to get up. I said, don't worry. I'll talk to the, uh, the people here. I said, would it be possible for him to have breakfast in bed tomorrow morning? And, of course, all the people that were in charge were there. And they said, yeah, 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 we could do that. And I said, now we need somebody to serve you, <laughs> to provide you, you know, and bring it to you. You don't have to get up and go and go and sit in bed. I said, well, you just wake up, sit in bed, and somebody will bring you breakfast. 
And you should have seen the smile on his face. He went, wow. He said, that would be nice. I never, ever had that. And he said, only the rich people do that. And we all laughed. But I said, okay. I said, is there anybody here that wouldn't mind bringing him a breakfast to his bed? And honestly, four or five people said, oh, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. I said, no, no, just one of you, one of you. Okay, you can do it. So we picked out some two people that were going to do his chores first thing in the morning. Some um, Another couple of people offered to bring him breakfast in bed so he could have breakfast in bed. And somebody said, I'll take, take the plates away and uh, wash them for him. And then somebody else offered to do some other chore that he was supposed to help with the washing and the tidying up. By the time we had finished, we had the whole day planned for this one chap to have a total fun day that he could do whatever he wanted within reason, you know, in the compound. And he would have breakfast in bed. He'd have lunch served for him. He'd have afternoon tea served for him and dinner served for him. Like you should have seen the smile and the energy that was radiating from this person. It was just incredible. But not only that, the energy of the whole camp had moved, you know, to five bars above the level, you know. It was quite incredible. If you if you had to measure energy from a scale of 1 to 10, on that morning it was at 15. I tell you, everybody was buzzing. Everybody was looking forward to doing something for this one chap, you know. And it was, it was just so um, rewarding to be there, you know. And, and I said to them, look, you know, I'll come back if you want me to later on when I was coming back because I go back through Malaysia regularly. And I said, next time we'll, I'll, I'll do the same thing or a similar thing. And the guy asked me to do another presentation at another organisation, so I did that for them as well. But it was just a point that when people work together, right, you'd be surprised how happy you can be. But when people work against each other, oh, my God, <laughs> then it's terrible. You've got five people working in an office or 10 people working in an office, but you've got one that's a bit upset and miserable will make all the others around them just as miserable in no time. It's just quite easily. So that's when you've got to say, what has to happen for you to be happy and how can we help you make it better? Now, we've got to take another break and we'll come straight back after this. I've got to, I want to talk to you about how to have a good day every day. How good is Mighty Joe's? They're brilliant. Mighty Joe's is the largest fruit market in South Australia. They handle all Italian small goods. And a family business. Yeah, that's right. Four decades. Joe and Francesco, they're proud to present fresh produce from local growers and local produce markets, passing massive savings on to you. And their service is so friendly. Tell me about the opening hours. Absolutely. They're open 7 until 7, Monday to Friday, and 7 until 5, Saturday and Sundays. And they have weekly bargains and specials, like nuts and fruit and veg, cold meats, pastas, and plenty more. And they've got a new shop. They certainly have. Mighty Joe's are now at 115 Finden Road, Woodville. Check their Facebook page, Mighty Joe's Fruit Market. I need some fruit and veg. I'm heading down right now. I'll come down with you. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? 
Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Everyone in South Australia, five years and over, are eligible for a COVID-19 vaccination. Children aged 5 to 15 years require consent from their parents or a legal guardian. Wellbeing SA, along with Radio Italia Uno and the Adelaide Community Basketball Association, are holding a fun education session at the ARC, Campbelltown, 531 Lower North East Road, Campbelltown, on Saturday the 26th of March. Come along and watch top-class basketball and at the same time learn all about the benefits of children being vaccinated. A mobile vaccination unit will be on hand for those who want to have the jab right then and right there. And Radio Italia Uno will be broadcasting its sports show, Saturday Sports Scoreboard, live from the venue. So come along to the Ark Campbelltown, 531 Lower North East Road, Campbelltown, on Saturday the 26th of March. Competition starts early, but we'll be there from one o'clock. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and all the, all the things that we're doing here. Look, um, I'm just so happy to um, be here every Monday from 2 till 3 talking about Happy Business Radio and how to have a... Um, you know, happy at work, how to be how to be successful at work, how to have happy staff, because if you have happy staff, um, everybody's happy. Um, now, I've been going through my book, which is called Laugh With Me. Now, there are copies available, so get in touch with me. I'll make arrangements. So I went through a couple of the chapters or a couple of the topics, and one of the most important ones Every one of them is important one, but <laughs> I think one of the most important ones is how to have a good day every day. You know, um, how would you like to have a good day every day? You know, really, <laughs> the answer has to be yes. You know, who would not want to be happy? Who wants to have a miserable day? No, you don't have to. You can have a good day every day. Now, let me show you something or let me uh, tell you how I think you can have a good day every day. And most important, let, let me um, start by saying that it's a day, wherever you left it off yesterday, whatever happened yesterday or the day before or whatever went wrong, it's up to you when you wake up 
with a new day, with a new start. It's up to you to choose whether you want to be happy or not. Now, you can't always be happy because something's bugging you and whatever. But how soon can you let it go? How soon can you drop the anger? Because the sooner you drop the anger, that's when you switch to happiness. You can't be happy and angry at the same time, right? You can't laugh and tell somebody off. You just can't. So it's up to you. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is if something goes wrong, right, and you, you wake up in the morning and something goes wrong and it's sort of, uh, you know, you're, you're running late and then you, you get up and you stump your toe and then all of a sudden something else happens and you go to the fridge and you can't find what you're looking for. You go to the cupboard and something's not there and, you know, you, you're trying to heat up some water and it boils over. You're trying to uh, cook an egg and, a, and it sort of goes too dry or burns. You know, all these things can happen all within, a, you know, 20 minutes of each other. Now, of course, you're going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Now, what happens is people say to themselves, oh, my God, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. This is going to be one of those days. Now, if you say that, you actually become a fortune teller. You do. You predict. You are predicting what sort of day you're going to have. So instead of saying this is going to be a bad day or it's one of those days, why don't you just say, I'm having a bad moment? Think about that for a minute. Not a bad day. Because if you start, oh boy, this is one of those days. This is going to be, I can see this is going to be one of those days. Where's my coffee? I need a coffee. Oh, woe is me. What happens is, by the end of the day, you've got a pile of things happening worse and worse and worse and worse. And they're piling up. They're piling up. And then what happens is, instead of going to home and going to sleep, whether all this stress, your daily stress levels are up here really, really high, okay? Now, the fact is there's no way you can sleep if you go to bed when you're all stressed out. So you have to. You just have to do something to relax that. So, you know, I can give you 100 ideas, but you, I, I call it a great wall of China between getting ready at, to go to bed and actually putting your head down to sleep. You have to do something, and alcohol is not the answer. Drugs is not the answer, right? You can do something by, like taking a shower helps, right? You can do a meditation. I mean, you can say a prayer. You can do so many things just to relax. You can do some breathing exercises, just some deep breathing and relax, deep breathing and relax. And if you just do that for two or three minutes, you'll find that when you do go to sleep, you will sleep a lot longer without tossing and turning and waking up in the morning just as tired as you were the night before because that's what's going to happen if you don't get a good night's sleep. And lots and lots and lots of people get a bad night's sleep. The other thing you can do is instead of going right through the day and letting all these things build up, what if in the middle of the day, whatever time the middle of the day is, it doesn't matter because people wake up at different times. But people, you can work out what time you wake up normally and what time you go to bed normally, right? And say halfway along that period, you break it up. You say, right, I'm going to do something at half time to spin myself around, to put myself in a good mood. No matter what's happened in the morning, no matter what's happened in the afternoon, now I'm going to stop and I'm going to do a quick meditation. I'm going to say a quick prayer. I'm going to, you know, <coughs> breathe relax, unwind, and whoosh, 
start again. Now, if you could do that, right, it won't take you long to learn it, but you can do that. Therefore, at the end of the day, instead of all that stress building up and up and up and up and up and up and going to 20 out of 20, right, you'll find that it'll only go to 15. Or you, as you get better, it'll only go to tell from 10. And then as you get better, less and less things build up. But instead of going to sleep with a level of 20 at anxiety and stress, you can go to bed with a level of 10 or 15 or even lower, much lower. Now, the other thing is, what if something happens in the morning? Like I said, you don't say, I'm having one of those days. I can see it's going to be terrible, whatever. Then you become... A, a clairvoyant, you become like you're predicting the rest of the day because something could have gone wrong in the morning, but had you had the right attitude, you could have had a beautiful afternoon. You could have had everything turn around. And the fact is you wouldn't even notice that it turned around because you're still angry at the morning. So this is how to have a good day every day. Stop blaming whatever happened yesterday. Now, if something, you get up and you go to work or you get up and you have a really good morning and everything's going really well, and you do your half-time break, and you're feeling fantastic, and then something goes wrong, you don't say, I knew it, I knew it, it was going to be bad. Because, <laughs> again, you're predicting a worse day. You know, you can you get to a stage where you just predict nothing. You just say, I'm predicting what I want it to be, not what it is, right? I want it to be happy. I'm thinking about being happy. I'm going to make it happy. Think happy, it will become happy. You know, Change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So just remember that. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. This is very, very important. So like I said, don't let the things build up. If they start to build up in the morning at half time, halfway through the day, you stop, you meditate, you take a few deep breaths, you say a prayer, whatever it is that you need to do, but you make that break and you start again so that the tension doesn't build up. So you reduce the pressure, you reduce the tension, and you have a much lower level of stress at the end of the day. Now, if you're going to bed and you've got a much lower level of stress, obviously it stands to reason you're going to have a better sleep. You're going to not toss and turn. You're not going to wake up in the morning just as tired as you were the night before. You're going to be a bit more rested. And the more rested you are, the more rested you become. And you become happier. It's as simple as that. That's how to have a good day every day. So just keep thinking, I want to be happy. I'm going to look at being happy. Don't worry. You won't get it straight away. You won't be as good as me. Oh, come on. You can't be a master straight away. But look, it won't take you long. And you yourself will be teaching others how to be relaxed and have a good day every day. Good on you. Look, we've got to take another break already. Oh, my God, I've got so many things to talk about. But we'll have to talk about them another day. We'll come back just to finish the session in a little while. Thank you. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. 
will listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Radio Italia 1 every Monday from 2 till 3 and uh, Happy Business Radio. Uh, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. We are able to podcast it so people can hear the podcast of Happy Radio anytime. Uh, Happy Business Radio, sorry. Happy Business Radio anytime. And, of course, the um, like I keep saying, you know, and I can't say it enough, if you have a product or service that you want to promote, please come and see us. Allow us to help you. We have some fantastic deals um, for anybody here in Adelaide that wants to advertise, um, we're giving some special, special rates. And, of course, when you hear somebody that's advertising with us and supporting us, please support the people who support us. How bad else can I say? How, you know, what else can I say? You know, we will encourage you to support the people who support us. Simple as that. And if you want to promote 
anything, any product, any service, whatever you're doing, get in touch with us on Happy Business Radio, Radio Italia Uno, or you know, leave me a message and I'll get back to you or talk to somebody from the office and they're more than pleased to talk to you about advertising. Now, we're talking about uh, several different topics and I'm talking about my book. I've written a book a few years ago. It's called Laugh With Me. It's very simple by Peter Salerno. It's available at bookstores and Dimmicks and those things and you can buy it on different places or just get in touch with me and we can make arrangements for you to have a book. Um, <clears throat> now, the thing is, some several of the topics that I wrote about was about starting a epidemic, was how to have a good day every day, you know. And one of the things I want to talk to you about is don't you hate wobbly tables? Think about it. If I said, you know, to a couple of my friends, I said, do you hate wobbly tables? And they said, ah, they got all angry. Uh, one of my friends just recently took his wife out to a very expensive restaurant and um, went, sat down, and the table he sat on, for some reason, they put him on, it was really wobbly, you know. <laughs> I don't know what had happened, but anyway, he said it was so wobbly. So he called the waiter over. He said, this table's so wobbly. And the waiter just looked at him and said, so, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like the guy got angry really quickly. And uh, his wife said, oh, I can't talk like, all right, you know, calm down. Anyway. He calmed down very, fairly quickly as well because he's one of these guys that does get angry very quickly, but he knows he controls himself and he calms down. But it was the situation is that we look at situations like that. You go to a restaurant and the table is wobbly and you've got four or five guys you know, sitting around with their partners. All of a sudden, there'll be two or three of them will want to pick up a serviette or something and put it under one of the legs. That's the first thing that comes to mind. You know, one of the guys will jump to try and fix it. Or sometimes one of the women like to take control. So they say, quick, fix it, fix it, fix it. You know, beer, put this serviette underneath there. You know, and they'll command you to do it. So uh, it made me think quite some time ago when I was doing these courses and, and stuff like that about wobbly tables and what happens, you know. And I found quite a lot of interesting things. And this is what happens. Somebody will go to a, a restaurant or a cafe, the table is wobbly, and they'll do several different things. One of them, they'll fix it straight away themselves by putting a serviette or something underneath it or move the table one way or the other. Or they'll ask the waiter to put something under the table, but they're staying on that table, right? They're gonna, this is my location, this is where I want to sit. Others have another idea. They say, this table's wobbly bugger it, I'm going to go and sit on that one. So what they do, they go and move from where they thought they were going to sit because they wanted to be watching this beautiful view or looking out a window or by the ocean or street view or whatever it is, but they'll go and sit over in the corner or up against the wall and face a wall because that table is more solid. So they miss out on all this view. Now think about that for a minute. Where else in your life has this happened? where you've moved from where you thought you were going to be to somewhere else because of the situation. Now, also think about this. Some people go, I knocked that. They said, wow, that's a solid table. We'll get that solid table from over there and we'll move it to over here. So guess what happens? They move the table from up against the wall to over by the road or by the sea view or by the window view. 
and they, as they move the table, they, when they put the table there, they find that table is just as wobbly in this place or in this location. So it's not the table all of a sudden grew legs or shifted legs or the bolts fell off the bottom or something. It's the fact that the situation that the table is being put in is making the table go wobbly. The floor is uneven or the tiles are loose or something's different, you know, underneath in the situation. So the table didn't change, just the situation changed. So it made me think about that as well. And I thought, okay, how can I use this in my presentations? How can I make people realise that sometimes they're missing out on the best part of their lives by their own personalities getting in the way or somebody else's personality getting in the way? And I thought, this is it. This is like, instead of using a table, it's just an analogy, like for a person. Now, if you had a person, one of your friends that was getting a bit upset or whatever, you'd put your hand on their shoulder and say, hey, John, are you okay? Hey, Mary, how are you going? Zena, come over here. Let's talk, you know, let's have a girl's talk. Let's have a guy's talk, you know, come and have a drink with us. Have another cup of tea, you know, um, sit down. Let's have a chat. You know, you, you'd want to help them. So what I'm saying is it's like physically having a piece of paper with you. Instead of putting it under the table, you put it under the person's leg. You know, metaphorically, that is. You don't put a business card under their legs or say, lift your heel up. I want to put this card there. Here, Stand on this piece of paper. And the guy said, what the hell? But that would break the ice. That would make them think differently, you see. And I've done that because I'm, I'm gutsy enough to do that, but I wouldn't expect you to do that. But I've said to people, here, just put your foot on this paper. What's, what, 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 what? <laughs> you know, and then I, I just told them, oh, well, you know, if you were a table, I'd put something under your table to balance you up. You know, oh, oh. <laughs> but this is what happens. People miss out on the best part of their lives because they're angry. They miss out the best part of their lives because something upset them, so they turned away from the table that's a little bit wobbly to go and sit on the corner or go and face the wall instead of facing a window. Now, I'm saying, where else in your life has this happened? And don't make it keep happening. You know, I'd love to talk more about this. Um, my time's up. I've got to stop. Otherwise, Ron's going to say, we ran out of time, which we have. Look, thank you so much for listening. I know it's been just me, but I've um, been asked to talk about some of these topics from people who have read the book or uh, emails that I've been getting where I've asked people, what are some of the topics you'd like me to talk about or what are some of the things that you think you, you need help with? And believe it or not, these four things here that I've just, more these three things that I've just talked about is like starting a epidemic about how to have a good day every day and don't you hate wobbly tables. Those were the topics that came to the top of the list. So thank you very much for listening and until next time, goodbye. Thank you. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.